turning lemons into lemonade on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by ConvertKit, the ultimate list building, tagging, and segmentation tool. To find out how ConvertKit can change your business and double your profits, go to servedomaster.com backslash ConvertKit today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. As we get started, I hope you can forgive me for a little bit of the background noise sound. When I came out and set myself up to start recording this episode, it wasn't raining and the rain just started. What can I do? It's not too loud, so hopefully this recording will still be okay and I'll give you a sense of where I live. It's kind of crazy. I'm looking, the sun is out, it's a beautiful sunrise, and there's a little bit of rain just on one side of my building, and a lot of the roofs here, of course, are tin or corrugated, so there's a little bit of rain noise coming from a building near me, but it's not coming from my roof. So I'm hoping that we can talk about this very important topic together. And the reason I want to share this with you and I don't want to wait is because it's fresh and emotional for me. It's very challenging when things go bad in your business and it's a nightmare. And I went through, again, a series of bad things. Now, as you guys know, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, a few months ago, everything in my business went down and I changed most of my business infrastructure. This weekend, it all came crashing down again. Sunday morning, I was working on some new videos that I want to start doing. I want to do more and more video content. And I got an email from one of my customers, one of my big fans, letting me know that my sales page was broken for words to profit. And I forgot, I don't know how I forgot this, that when I switched over, I didn't replace all the links. When I moved from the old website sign to the new one, and that's why that, no one's been able to see that sales page for about 10 days or two weeks or something like that, something really long. So I went back in and I had to make some tweaks. I noticed there were a couple mistakes on the pages. I activated the quick page and then I realized none of the links were active. So I had to go back in and activate the links. And then I realized that when I switched shopping carts, I never finished that process. So first, I had to finish the sales page that wasn't quite done. I had to add in some images, then I discovered the buy buttons were the wrong buttons. I had a designer help me rebuild that page and he made a mistake there, all the buttons were wrong. And they were pointing to the old shopping cart and they were wrong everything. So I had to go back in, make all these changes, find and build a new button. It took me a couple of hours. Then I realized that I never finished in my new shopping cart setting everything up, setting up the checkup pages, setting up the sales pages. So I spent another couple hours doing that. It took me quite a while. It totally derailed my, morning, my Sunday morning, but I wanted to get it done because it's very important. That's something that should be live and it was my fault for forgetting that I hadn't finished it. Because when I look at my transition settings, I even have a check mark next to saying that page has been changed and, f- and updated. So I made a mistake, it's my own fault, but it really stinks, you know, you have all this happen. So then I send this link back to this amazing customer, someone who's probably gonna appear in my Serve No Master Heroes section very soon. She started a new blog and taking a lot of really exciting action. And I watch all of my followers. Anyone who starts a blog and sends me a link to it, I check it out all the time. I like seeing that. And I even went and commented on a couple of her posts recently. I'm very excited to see when people take action. I always want to reward that. So I'm thinking about either having a podcast episode where I talk about a couple of the really big heroes or maybe blogging about people whose blogs you should check out if you like mine. So I'm very excited about that. And the last thing I want to do is ever give a loyal fan or someone a bad experience. So I was really upset that I'd made this mistake and forgotten. Totally my fault. Then I get an email back from her about two hours later 
she can't place the order because something's wrong in the shopping cart. I then spent, I'm going to say, nearly 36 hours. Maybe it was just 30 hours, but it was definitely more than 24. Working with the tech team to find out what's wrong. And of course, when it's the weekend, suddenly the tech team's not available. It so makes me crazy. Now, I was dealing with the owner of the company the entire time. That's why that's who I use, because I can reach that guy. And we worked on it like crazy. And it turns out, for some reason, the integration between my shopping cart and Braintree stopped working. Now that's insane because I made a Braintree order, a sale came in via Braintree on Monday. So something happened that had nothing to do with me, but had everything to do with this other company and it caused a problem. So the shopping cart was broken. Then Monday morning, I, uh, the next morning, so this is on a Sunday, then Monday morning the site's still down, the, no one can place orders. I realized my site's loading slower than I want. So I began to implement a bunch of changes to make the site faster. And going through this experience, I set up a bunch of technology. I set up Cloudflare, I set up CDN network, I set up improving my caching setup, all these things that are really technical, but basically to make the website load faster and faster. I really want it to load under a second. And on some tests, it loads it under a second, and some tests, it takes like two, two and a half. And I want to just really get it super, super fast. So I'm still working on that. And of course, while this is happening, my site collapses again. Not the front end, not the customer facing part of the website, but the part for me. I couldn't edit pages anymore. And I'm freaking out because now I can't process orders and now I can't even edit sales pages because I wanted to work on getting my blueprints product ready. It should be released by the time you hear this episode, but who knows? I keep getting all these little delays that keep me from working on it, but I was working on everything, getting it all set up, and suddenly I couldn't work on pages, and it was making me crazy. And that was down for about five or six hours. I had to wait until I got an email from tech support for, from Thrive Themes. And of course, it took them one sentence to fix the problem. They sent me a sentence that said, add this one line to your Cloudflare setup, and it fixed everything. It was amazing. I couldn't think of the right way to structure this one particular line of code, and they sent me the way to do it. So I, actually, my thinking was kind of close to figure out the solution, but I did need them to actually tell me because I couldn't figure out a way to use this one this one variable, but I was going through all this. So all at the same time, okay, over the course of 24 hours, my sales pages are broken, my shopping cart's broken, I can't edit pages, my website's too slow. I'm dealing with all these problems and it became very, very frustrating. And I finally just stepped away from the computer and said, I, I gotta go hang out with the kids. I can't do this anymore, it's making me crazy. I can't work on the things I wanna work on. It's very hard for me when I get locked into something I wanna be working on, when I really wanna be working on these uh, sales pages and as well some other parts of my funnels and I want to be uploading these photos and videos when I want to be doing that and I can't, it's hard for me to go, oh no, I'm going to watch training videos instead. I'm not very good at doing a big shift because you're sitting there thinking the whole time, oh, I wish I was doing what I want to be doing and it's very distracting. And it's one of the uh, things I suffer from by being good at focusing and deciding what I want to work on for the day. If I have to change it, it becomes very hard. So dealing with all of this, it's overwhelming. So then, finally, last night, finally, after hours of figuring things, tech support goes, oh, the problem's with Braintree, you've got to turn it off. You have to make Stripe your default gateway, not PayPal, whatever. This is why I have multiple payment processors set up. I wish they told me that right away. I could have fixed everything right away if they just said turn off Braintree, switch to Stripe. That's why I have it set up as a backup. I set it all up and everything's working. And then they push out an update. And for some reason, and this is astounding, this company, they announced last week they're putting out better checkout pages. And instead of adding them to the list, so when I set up your checkout page, when I set up my checkout pages, I actually have a lot of things I can control, which is really great. And I say, oh, I want to use template one, two, three, or four. Instead of adding templates five, six, seven, eight, they deleted the, t- the templates that everyone was using. Their entire customer base, they changed all of the templates. So my checkout page was about to work and then it looked awful because they changed me to a template where the background was this dark blue 
And my logo that I was using on the page, which was a previous white page, suddenly looked awful. And so I had to go back through and there's some problems with the HTML now. It doesn't show my product image right now. And I was like, guys, I finally, <laughs> I'm finally ready to send the link to someone and say, oh, I can finally take your order. And no, something else is wrong. All of this happens and you can get very frustrated. You can feel overwhelmed. And the reason I'm sharing this personal story is so you can see that even though I'm doing pretty good, things still happen. I don't like when I can't process orders. I don't like when I have these problems and I get very frustrated because I always want the experience to be perfect for the customer. I'm not even worried about, for me, about losing sales. I'm more worried about someone wants to place an order and now they can't and it makes me look bad and they're getting a bad experience. And I don't want that to happen to anyone. The good thing about my customer base and the reason I put so much free content out here, the reason I'm always putting out effort is because I get so much feedback. And when people find problems on the website, they always email me. They email me if they see misspellings, they email if they see technical glitches. It's very valuable to me, this feedback. I really appreciate it and it helps me a lot. So that's why I work so hard to cultivate this feeling of a tribe, this feeling of we go back and forth because that's where we can really connect and that encourages people to help me in the ways that I need, which is to notice when things are broken and to tell me. Sometimes people go to a website, the sales page is broken, they don't tell anyone. Then I can't fix it. A lot of times I check stuff and then something goes wrong. Like Braintree was working a week ago, so I was shocked when it stopped working. The good news is that now, at the end of this experience, number one, my website's way faster. Number two, the sales page in the shopping cart's finally working. I hope I have to check my emails this morning, make sure everything's working. And number three, the, at the end of this process, whenever you go through these things, you're more ready to deal with these situations. You realize you can handle them so you become a little emotionally stronger so the next time it doesn't stress you out as much. But it also helps you to strengthen your infrastructure in your business. My website's now better. My checkout process is now better. And I emailed back and forth. I spent a long time on Skype last night with the owner of my shopping cart company. And he's making a bunch of changes to match what I want. I said, here's some changes I need. They're actually putting out a new update specifically for Braintree just for me to the software. That's the reason, even though I'm using software that's a little bit newer. Okay, they only released the shopping cart to the general public in the last two months. And I was one of the early beta testers who got on board before they shared it with everyone for the release to the general public is because they make changes I want. That's very valuable to me. Sometimes I send an idea and it's further down the line, they're gonna implement it over the next few months, but when I have an idea that's important, they push it within 24 hours. That's really valuable, the ability to adapt. With a more established shopping cart company, with a company that's been around for a long time, and with the last company I worked in, when you ask for changes, you get nothing. And I spend most of my time talking to the bottom level techs, people that are getting paid five or six dollars an hour or less to field customer support complaints. Whereas now I deal with the owner of the company, I talk to him directly, and we talk at least once a week. That really allows me to adapt, and that's the reason that I went with this company when I was making my decision. And I've been very pleased with that because even though sometimes there's challenges, they work to fix them very quickly. And I did find their decision to replace all their templates pretty shocking. <laughs> and so did everyone else who didn't completely read the email. They sent out an email telling everyone, but I thought they were just said they were adding more templates. I didn't read the fine print. So it was a big surprise for me, which means I have to go back in and change all of my checkout pages. But they are going to add in the ability to have a product shot for each one, which I love. It should be there already, but that's great. So my ideas get implemented. I love all that. What I want you to see from this story, rather than just giving you a list of ways to deal with problems, is that when we overcome things, they become better. My website is now much better than it was before I changed the website. My infrastructure is now much stronger. Even though I had a couple of days of toughness, now to fix all those things took a day and a half, whereas the last time I had a problem, it took almost six weeks. I'm in a position now where I can fix things a lot quicker because I've dealt with infrastructures and problems in the past. And I want you to learn from your mistakes and realize that there's gonna be tough days. 
there are gonna be days where different challenges hit you. Sometimes it's gonna be a tech challenge. Yesterday I was talking to someone that I work with, working on a future project, one of my parenting products, and he hopped online right when I was at like maximum frustration about my website being frozen. And it's kind of the last thing I wanna do is talk to someone when I'm really frustrated because I don't wanna leak my frustration to someone who's not their fault. But sometimes you just wanna snap at someone when you're so frustrated. And then he updated one of his plugins and his website crashed. And I don't want to admit it, but sometimes it feels good to have a little company in your misery. Now, I helped him fix the problem. He fixed this problem in less than three minutes. I knew how to fix what happened to him because it's happened to me before. So as much as a little part of me is like, oh, at least now he really knows how I feel, I also didn't want him to have an extensive problem that took days and days. I'm glad it was able to fix it. I'm glad I was actually the one who was able to tell him exactly what to do to fix it. But we go through these moments where we emotionally want other people to have bad days too. So when you're working on projects, when you have a day where nothing's selling, where nothing feels like it's doing right, where your Kindle sales dip and suddenly you make eight cents when you were making $100 a day before, these things happen. And you're gonna have these tough days. And the way to find success, the path to success, is to find the way through. Most people who try to work for themselves, who try to follow my path, who try to write their own books, will fail. They fail all the time. People have been failing for thousands of years because they give up too soon. They give up right before the moment of success. I can't tell you how many people get excited about what I teach, they start following me, they start emailing me, and then they're the one who stops responding because they stopped working on their book and they feel guilty or something. And they don't realize that that guilt is what's killing them because if they kept talking to me, they'd probably get inspired again. But I always try to be there and connect my audience and provide as much value as possible because I know that's where we get stuck. It's until you make that first dollar, nothing feels real. It doesn't feel like anything more than a pipe dream, which is why I always encourage people speed to implementation. As soon as you can make that first dollar, then everything starts to feel real. When you're going through these tough days and you're having these down days, how you deal with it will define the way your business goes. If you see it as a reason to quit, and that's how most people see the world, you see the mountain in front of you, you go, nope, too dangerous. I'm not doing it, it won't work. Why should I try if I won't succeed is almost the battle cry of people who never succeed. You don't know what you're capable of until you try. I never thought that I would be where I am right now. I never predicted this. I didn't think I would hit this level of success, especially not when I was first starting out. When I was first starting out, all I wanted to do was make enough money to move out of my mom's basement. I wanted to make enough money to be able to eat, to pay for my own gas bill, to be an adult again. I was fighting my way out of a very bad situation for a long time when I lost my teaching job. It's tough when we go through these moments, but if you change your mindset from reason to quit and replace it with, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, then you become capable of this amazing greatness. I've had many struggles in my business, many bad moments, many challenges and walls that I've hit. And when you hit these walls, when you hit these challenges, the key is to keep going. About a year ago, a lot of other people who are Kindle marketers quit because Amazon made some changes and they didn't know how to adapt to those changes. So when this wall appeared, I said, wow, if I can get over this wall, 90% of my competition's gone. And that's the new market I'm in and it's amazing. The competition is really diminished in certain areas because all the people putting out inferior content are gone. When you see this obstacle in front of you that would stop most people if you overcome it, you're suddenly in an arena, an area where you don't have as much competition. So that's crowded anymore. You can breathe in that rarefied air. I've crossed through that phase, okay? The very first phase you go into is when you're really trying to succeed is any boulder, any obstacle is an opportunity. That mindset will get you very far. And then you reach a point where failure becomes not an option. I am completely and totally unemployable. No large company would ever hire me because 
I've been working myself for way too long. They wouldn't trust me to be able to deal with having a boss and they'd be right. And they don't like it. When your resume shows that you haven't been a drone your entire life, when your resume shows gaps in your employment, even if you ran a company that was very successful for four or five years, no one wants to hire you. They don't like that. They don't trust it. They don't like independent thinkers. Now, now I have plenty of friends who would hire me in a second. If I said to some of my friends, hey, I'm in trouble, will you give me a job? They certainly would. But I wouldn't be able to do it either. I'm too used to being the boss. I'm too used to making all my own decisions. I'm too used to having complete and total control of my destiny. Because of the changes in my character, because of the changes in my business and where I am in life, I have no choice. I have an entire family that depends on me. My girlfriend, my two kids, kid number three, which we're in the discussion phase about, but he, he or she could be on the way any, any time now. You never know when the next kid's on their way, they make the decision, not you. All the people that work for me on this island, all the people who are local employees, they depend on us to support their families. They depend on us to feed them and to feed their kids. So I have nearly 100 people who completely depend upon me to feed them, clothe them, and put them in somewhere to live. Because let's be honest, if things hit the fan, if my business shrinks, the first thing that's going is all the staff. You know, they're the ones who are gonna lose their jobs long before my kids stop eating. That's just the way it works for everyone, right? If your business is shrinking, you start firing people. I don't wanna do that to anyone. I want to be able to take care of my family and everyone else around me, these people depend on me, that's a bit of a burden. And so I'm in a situation where I have no choice but to succeed. This is why I put in long hours to make sure I'm always ahead, to make sure my next project's ready. This entire project here is totally unnecessary for my business. I could just focus on a couple of the other things I'm working on and do really well. But I wanted to build out Serve No Master because it's my passion project. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like most movie directors' passion projects. So far the business, it's a new business. It's only been around for less than a year. I just started it around February, March. It's doing pretty well. It's not huge, but it's growing. And in order to get to the level I want, I have to build out huge amounts of infrastructure. I'm putting a lot of money, time, and energy into building out the infrastructure of this business so that I have 20 products, so that I have really amazing courses, so that I have all these amazing blog posts and content so that when people find me, they can really enjoy me and learn a lot and actually achieve the success they want. So when I approach a project, I don't have the option of quitting anymore. I got too many people depending on me. That mindset of I have no choice but to succeed will change you. And I've written about this before when I talk about ringing the bell and Navy SEALs. Very interested, you know, I've known a couple of Navy SEALs, I've known a couple of Navy SEALs trainers, and I've also known guys in other Special Forces branches, but the thing about Navy SEALs when you're going through the training, anytime you want to quit, you just have to ring this bell. You ring the bell and they say, all right, you're out, that's fine, no more shouting, you're free. Most people ring the bell. Of course most people ring the bell. That training is brutal. It's so tough. That's why they're the elite of the elite, and all the Special Forces trainings do this, but these ones, the Navy SEALs happen to have the bell, which I want to talk about today, and when you ring the bell, they go, Hold on, I'm gonna give you a second chance. If you wanna go back and keep going, you can. And sometimes people say, you know what, I wanna keep trying. But those people who've already run the bell once, they never finish. Once quitting becomes an option, once failure becomes an option, when you're doing something hard enough, it becomes inevitable. There are a million reasons why I should quit my job. There are a million reasons why I should just move back to America and start working with some of my friends who are very, very successful. I have some friends who we started at the same time and now they're doing eight figures. They're doing crazy money, and I could work for them or with them and do projects with them. If I was face-to-face, -face, that would be very big. But failure's not an option. Now that I got kids here, it's not an option anymore. I don't want to leave where I live. I do well, I have a great life, but I'm not doing eight figures. You know, I'm not making a million dollars a month. I want to get back to that level. I want to get huge again and build out something amazing, but you have to 
control your internal state in order to achieve massive success. So when you have those days that stink, when you have those days where you're thinking about shutting it all down, when you have those days where you're thinking about quitting, you have to just keep fighting. You often find that the moment you quit, you were 10% of the way from success. Most people only quit when they're within the final five or 10 yards of the end zone, if you want to use a football metaphor. They, we quit when we're so close to success, and I've seen people do this before. People around me quit, and I'm like, wow, you were so close. Most people quit after they've written their book, after they've uploaded the book to Amazon and they're struggling in the first week or two of release, they quit then. What is going on? Why would you quit when you're on the cusp of achieving your financial reward? That's what I find devastating and disappointing. I don't want that to happen to you, so I share stories about moments where it's very tempting. I could have said, you know what? All this stuff is costing me money every month. It's costing me stress. Shut it down. And I could have shut down everything. I could have said, you know what? I'll do Surfing Masters, the blog. I'll have a little bit of coaching, and that's it. I'll shut down the shopping cart, I'll change to another thing that's a free shopping cart, whatever. Decrease everything, cut down my costs, let it all go. It's tempting. Tempting to take the easy road, but that's not what I want. To achieve the things I want in life, I can't stay where I'm at. I don't wanna just do well, I wanna grow and become huge and make more and more amazing things happen. And that requires staying the course. So when you face those challenges, remember that I face challenges too. Remember that in those moments where you get tested, those are the moments where you achieve your greatness. You're gonna have days where you discover you have to rewrite your entire book and you have three days to do it. I've been there. You're gonna have days where your entire website crashes or where customers are all mad. Very first product I ever released, 100% of the customers couldn't log into the members area after the first day. 1,671 emails to my tech support email, which was just me. What a nightmare. It happens, but I adapted, I overcame, and it's never happened since. So when you face those tough days, when you have those days where you think about quitting, I hope this little story inspires you and reminds you that on the other side, your business will not be the same. Your business will actually be stronger. It's the challenges that force us to improve. If I didn't run into these problems over this weekend, I wouldn't have improved parts of my website. I wouldn't have sped up the website. I wouldn't have improved the infrastructure. I wouldn't have made these decisions that I've made that are so valuable and that have improved my business in a major way. By going through the fire, you become forged. And I wanna encourage you and remind you that when you go through these tough days, you can take these lemons and you can turn them into delicious lemonade and then sell the lemonade for a profit. So if you have a bad day, know that I'm with you. Know that I've been there before and I'll be there again. And then on the other side, after the darkest of night, the sun still rises. Your business will continue to grow. Better and better things are waiting for you. You don't need to quit. You can be a one percenter. You can be one of the one percent of people that when they see an obstacle, they see an opportunity. And when you have that mindset, you become unstoppable. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that together we can achieve true freedom.